I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh oh. That is it. It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. And that's eating the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, oh, yeah, starring I'm Chelsea. Nah. I'm a motherfucking nah. Nah. I'm a motherfucking nah. of Chelsea Lynn Moore. I hear a little bit of an echo. Is that cool, Rico? Okay, cool. Well, okay then. All right. So, um, what's up? Um, we've got a packed house in this bitch. Now, usually I don't give our recording secrets, but it's very odd today because it's actually Monday. Mm-hmm. We usually record on Wednesdays. Um, so like I was literally thinking about what I was going to do when I left the podcast and I was like, bitch, it's Monday. Everything is closed. (laughs) You ain't doing a goddamn, not only is is it Monday, but it's a late night session too. Uh, And it's raining. Yeah. We're like three hours behind. So like this might be single in the city after dark. (laughs) Literally. Right, right, right. Well, um, we're going to introduce our guest this week. Um, of course, our resident bartender, Samia. Greetings. Samia, are we going to do shots or no? Can, can we do it? I mean, there's not much in there, but I... I swig, we can split you know. this. It's okay. It is literally I a need something to take I'm sorry, y'all. I really it's didn't fine. know I was going to be in that meeting that long. It's okay. It's, we just need something to take is not a shot worthy... Um, so we have Samia. Um and since Samia has become our new booking producer, <laughs> producer. at this point, shout out to you. Um, because and I am merely a peasant that. that doesn't have enough time and I have been like so behind on booking my guests. Samia has been doing an amazing job and introducing me to amazing people and mm-hmm. has kept this ship afloat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Taking her role as bartender to the next level. To the next level. (laughs) I literally got on Facebook last week and Samia had posted a recipe for a drink. For a single in the city. (laughs) Hashtag resident bartender. Resident bartender. So, Samia, would you like to introduce your guest? Well, our guest. No, you said it right the second. Mm-hmm. Ooh! <laughs> no, because y'all... her moment so bad. Just like last week. <laughs> no, last week she told I... a nigga she had a podcast. <laughs> you, let me fin- you did not let me finish my statement. Kiara, you heard it, didn't you? That's why I just said that they're my guests. And she wanted to act like that. Um, But... <clears throat> Can we just say that Samia is barefoot with a gown on right now? Yes. I didn't yes. feel like wearing clothes Like today. a gown, like ball gown. It's okay. not a ball gown, but it's definitely it's my... It's close enough. It's what I wear to weddings. It's my uniform. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. <laughs> it's my uniform for a wedding. Anyway, so I have known Kendall for a very long time. We were in marching band together at we Meadowbrook High School. We okay. Were. And we have reconnected within the past couple of years. Yes. And I see him on a weekly basis. And he introduced me to Whitney. And Hello, Whitney sounds like. Chloe and Hallie. <laughs> Chloe and Kendall. <laughs> like, you know, like Kendall and, I mean, uh, Chloe and Hallie are like Beyonce's girls. Yeah. Yes. yes. And so, like, 
Kendall and Whitney, Whitney yes. sound like and they both have they <laughs> both they look like fucking yeah, siblings. siblings. Everybody say we look like twins. Yeah, y'all need to try to use the channel. We should. We, yeah, we it's in the works. So Kendall, what is your Kendall? Everyone that comes on the show, we ask them what their ass fuck is. So you're either single as fuck, it's complicated as fuck, or you are wife as fuck, booed or husband at boot up as fuck. <laughs> okay, so I can confidently say <laughs> I am single as fuck. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right, that's For all good. People. That's For the single all people. good. Okay, look, I'm one of them. I told you shit can change in yes. fast. My God. Oh. Uh, Whitney, you're as fuck. Don't look around. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's, it's a little complicated. Okay. But, but you're not, not completely single. single. Yeah, okay. There you go. So. Okay, good. Hold working on. Out. Change is Yeah, you know. Hold you know. on. I'm going to hold on, but you know. Change is coming. Change is coming. Hold on. Hold on. Don't you worry about a thing. Some people had to run. Some people got to Stop for a Some people got to run. From the pain inside. That now was real. Okay. That's, a, that's enough. <laughs> that's a, cut it the fuck off. That's enough. But if it's... Okay, so it's complicated, but you are not single. There you go. I totally respect that gray area. That yeah. relationship purgatory. I kind of crossed over from it's complicated and it's great to like, nah, you single as fuck, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have crossed over to yeah. that land. I'm holding on. We're going to work it out, but it's just, just a little complicated. It's a little complicated. Okay. But we work in things. There's still out. respect there. Yeah. Enough for you to. I mean, you fix. can have respect and say yeah. this ain't going to work. You can have respect and respectfully walk the fuck away. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. I said, that's what I always say. Have enough respect, you know. Like, I love you and everything else, but, you know, time is time. Yeah. That time is time. <laughs> time, time is time. Is time is up. <laughs> time is up. <laughs> uh, wait, whose slogan was that? <laughs> is it Maxine Waters? Reclaim your time? No. no. Somebody said time is time's up. Oh, it's, it's time's up. The movement. What is that oh. movement geared towards? Sexual assault? Like, men harassing women mm. in the workplace? Is it the Me Too time's movement? Time's they're no, they're similar, too. but they're different. Okay. They're similar they're but different. Time. They're saying me too and the motherfucking time is up. So it sounds like we all need a shot. Yes. We barely have any liquor, but we're gonna ration this out and okay. stretch it out like So um we are going to do the single song of the week. Um I'm pretty sure that you guys will not guess it. I'm gonna even give you like the very e- easy chorus part. Okay. Okay. Excuse me, quiet on the set. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You. I call your name, girl. I call your name. I think of you, and it eases the pain. Take away the strain. Take away the golden platinum chain. Because I'm a love. No, please stop Everyone else. <laughs> I was just trying to provide my insight. You, I call your name, girl. I call your name. I think of you, and it eases the pain. Take away the strain. It's an old song. Yes, I hear it. If you can like catch the melody, you got it. You. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Y'all, I've had a really rough week, so. What? I was right, right? No. Um, can we get a decade? I can give you a hint. Maxwell. No, older. I'll give you a hint. The song was sampled back in the early 2000s. No, the the sample is rich boy selling that crack. Mm, Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on it. (laughs) You bitches. Okay, it is. You said we won't go get it. I know. Which I call your name. Oh, Oh, let me let me pass it. Call your name, girl. Okay, yeah. okay are we? Are this, we there? That's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. Switch. It's called Switch. I call your name. The twelve-inch version. Okay. okay. And I'm not talking about a dick. I'm talking about a vinyl record. Okay. Throw it, bike. You taking twelve inches? Hell no. I will turn down a dick that's too big. I'm down yeah, for I'm a challenge. The room. <laughs> I don't know. Twelve <laughs> inches is a lot. You are not finna reshuffle no, my organs in such a way. I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got things to, to I just imagine like 12 inches is a ruler. Did you just measure by your feet? Because <laughs> 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 you were fast 12. <laughs> wow, you really gonna say my shoe size. You really gonna put your foot up. <laughs> like somebody's sticking a foot up your uh, vagina. Uh, well, it is a literal oh. foot. 12 inches is a foot. Girl, that's okay. You got a foot. This is a nice little shot. This is a nice shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, so can we take this shot together? Um, okay, what are... As a family? Yes. Do we want to do any toes? Or like, this is to what? Um, y'all, Strength, courage, and wisdom. Yeah. Yes. Strength. We gotta make the clink because these are red plastic cups, but oh I'm sorry. Only the finest for my ass. Only the finest. I don't take shots, so I'm kinda slightly concerned. Okay. Okay. Damn. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, straight, straight no chaser. Chaser. All right. Now you So, I wanted to tell y'all something super funny. So, uh, Kendall and Whitney were there last week when we were talking about the guy who um, we caught on a date oh, yes. with yeah. our friend. So, keep that in mind. Witnesses. To Witnesses to the crime. So... What day was that? Friday, Kiara and I decide to go to Vagabond. Okay. For like a little party, have a good time, step out of the house. We go in the Vagabond. The first person I see is um, someone I know named Jimmy. And Jimmy says, hey, how are you? Give me a hug. I owe you a hug. And I was like, yes, you do, damn it. And he says, let me introduce you to my friend. It was that guy. Are you... He just keep Did we just keep on up. Same <laughs> week. Did this, we, we were just small. talking about Richmond. And Kiara was like, look at his ass. <laughs> look at his ass. And it was just like, damn, I tried to tell him I miss 804. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's this Richmond the degrees of separation are not even one. Anymore. So did you act like you didn't know him? Like, hey, how are you? 
pretty much I yeah. act like I didn't know him. Then she said, this is my friend. And I said, oh, I know him. And I just turned my head. Ooh. And my thing is, I don't even have um, necessarily a problem with him. But where I did kind of like, like, you are such a fuck nigga. Is that like, I think he's scared to call me now. <laughs> wow. Of course. Yeah. Yes. You I mean, you. He said in that church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, Chelsea created church. She had a congregation. And it really was. Just just and and y'all were all know. just sitting in like. You already know last Tuesday was. Last Tuesday was real, though. We were It was all, real. Yeah, last yeah, Tuesday yeah. was amazing. It was a wonderful Last Tuesday, it was weird. I went through. Last Tuesday represented my life right now. I. You know, Damn. I worked, yes, and then good. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to pop-up church. I need something yeah. to lift my spirit. Went to church, received the word, walked right out of church. Into Ooh, my mess. Jesus. Was that liquor? It was. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like that's the part that we're the saddest about, not that it got all over your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but I so, have a so you wasted the liquor? You have... Oh, oh dang. It's so, all over you. What's going on? Because you dropped water, now you're dropping... I don't... Today has just been a day. She, she I feel really like has. It even is, just... It's been... been no, I think it's that we can all... Thing. I have had a day today. Chelsea has had a... Oh, you want to speak for me? Oh. Have you not... Have, have I, do I look like I'm a distressed friend? No, I've just been with so, you. So I feel like we both have been really yes, somber today. Yeah. It is. And the weather is very rainy in Richmond. Yeah. And, um... My chakras aren't aligned. I, I yeah, feel like a lot of something. things are not aligned right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, so, okay, now we're going to unpack. Unpack. Oh, we're, di- we're diving in. I'm about to dive Okay. In. So, oh. in the last <laughs> week and a half, a lot of emotional hurt has occurred for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so this is weird. You ever break up with somebody and then you mad because they their grieving process was real short? Real quick, moved on. Like real yeah, quick. like you didn't grieve me. And the thing is, especially like if you break with somebody, not because you don't love them, but because you just feel like things are not on track yeah. and you want to like release them because you love them. But at the same time, nigga, you supposed to be mourning me a little bit. Yeah. And when they don't mourn you, you feel some type of way. It almost makes you feel like. Was I as as significant as I thought I was? So my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, she has, like, transcended a little too fast for my comfort. Okay. And a bitch has been, like, hurt about it. So what is the appropriate, what do you feel is the appropriate grieving time? I feel like it depends how long you guys were together and how serious you guys took the entire relationship. And I think people grieve differently. Even like, okay, the loss of a relationship. You need to grieve in a way that I can understand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Completely unfair. Yeah. That's completely unfair. Okay. Okay, so where are we saying, Sam? Um, Like, even at the, like, the loss of, like, like, when somebody dies, like, you can see how one person may what may seem like take it lightly where somebody else is going through. Right. And so it's the same thing with relationships because the end of a relationship is a grieving process. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there are things that... Are but imagine in. if you died and, and everybody was all right. But you wouldn't know that if you did. Oh, so I'm dead? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I know. <laughs> Bye, Kim. So, I mean, I just feel like... Even though, okay, so 
there's like a power struggle, I guess you could say. Because I felt like I was in control by ending it. How she reacted like you weren't made me feel like I was no longer in control mm. and that was a problem for you yes okay that makes sense does that make sense I yeah. know it makes me sound like a asshole ish I think that's how most people feel though like you want things to end where you feel the most confident about it and where you feel like you're not hurt and you're okay with things love you Um, but like I don't remember what I was saying now. Oh wow, that was that was awesome. Thanks, that was really impactful, friend. I shouldn't have said. Yeah, um, wow. What did I say? As you were saying, but I was like, Samia should not be talking. (laughs) I literally was thinking that because you know I'm like my distraction. I mean, we were talking about grieving and people. We were talking about grieving, talking about like the healthy amount of time. Like, okay, so I know I revealed that I had sex with someone, and although it was backbreaking good. It was. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I still feel a level of emotional attachment Attachment. to my girlfriend. Well, my ex girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, people become a habit to Mm -hmm. you as Mm -hmm. well. They become a part of your lifestyle. They start learning. Yes. What you need. Yes. And so then, when you realize that you have to start like taking them out of your lifestyle, that is where it becomes very hard. Getting her out of my lifestyle and my normal way of thinking of like, for example, I kind of have like, I got some really great news. I felt like I couldn't call her, which in turn made me cry. Okay. I was like, it's so great. This is happening and I can't even touch my Yeah. Because like, especially like if the person you've been with, like you said, things are complicated with your girlfriend. Yeah. I'm sure she's very much your friend. Oh, yeah. She's my yeah. best friend. Yeah. So, like, Brittany has been my best friend. So, it's like, okay, I'm mourning. And even though she's my best friend, I don't want to hear about my best friend going on dates with other people. Yeah. I don't want to hear about you having some good sex. Even though I talked about it on my show. Samia, you, <laughs> ooh, she couldn't wait. She couldn't wait. No, you said it, so. I know, because you look like a damn uh, wolf howling at the moon. Ah. No, 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 no. I just, yeah, we've talked about it. So. I think that there's. What were you going to say, Kendall? Because, oh, no. I, I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, I was in a relationship for Whitney Can test for three long Ooh, Chad. Wow, yeah. she leaned back to the deep breath and adjusted her shirt. And it's for that. And it was, it was, a, it was, it was a, you know The saying, breakup or the, the transition? The entire. The, the breakup, the transition. The relationship. Go, the whole relationship. Like, coming back trying to work it out again and then eventually just scrapping it and saying no more. So what was the defining thing that was like, this is not... When you say that y'all came back to the drawing board to try to see if you could work it out, was it still in that, like... You know, like, when you break up, sometimes you don't really, like, break up. Like, that's one thing I will definitely say, like, when these niggas broke up with me, they gave me the cold turkey and they, like, stopped fucking talking to me. So there was no fucking option. So, like, this was, like... And then, like, later on, maybe, like, a couple years later, they come back and, like, oh, I'm, I was a fuckboy. But, like, was it a situation where, like, 
y'all broke up and y'all continued to talk to each other while y'all were broken up. Ooh. And what was the defining moment where you were like, okay, this isn't even work outable. We can't even salvage this situation. So I remember us breaking up, then three months later, I get in a phone call and then we kind of started talking and then we got back together. Then but over that three months, y'all didn't really talk. We didn't talk at all. Mm. We didn't talk. That was a whole ghost situation. Cold turkey. A whole go. Yeah, and then came back, tried it again for six months, and then I think it was the week that I was actually going out with Whitney and one of my other friends, and I was testing to see, like, okay, are you noticing that I'm absent? Are you noticing that I'm hanging out instead mm. of being with you? And then it kind of exploded to the point where it's like, I'm not meant for you. Like, mm. after three years, after all of this, it's not even a, a heartbreak or anything. Yes, it hurts and everything else, but at the same time, right. I'm just not meant for you. Like, at the end of the day, I am not meant for you. And right. so it was just kind of, like, ended. We kind of ended on bad terms, but then, like, I think years later, we end up making up. We're cool now. Right. Good. So, I mean, it's just like you grow over age. You always think that you're going to hate the person forever, but then it's just kind of like... I never think I'm well, except for my ex fiance. I'm gonna hate that nigga forever. Forever, forever. I mean, I don't care what plateaus, peaks, and valleys life sends me through. The disdain for that nigga remains the same. Okay, but for the most part, when people have like, and I guess what makes it different too is like, I'm usually the one that gets broken up with. Me too. I just. (laughs) So the fact that it was like, okay, the boss in my court, I should be good with this. And that's what you And I like, pulled the ah! trigger. Yeah, like I'm pulling the trigger. The trigger before and I then when that motherfucker turned that gun back on you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not in control. I'm not in control. I'm so I am not, not driving this boat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was the part where I was like, oh shit. Like emotionally, I was not ready for that. The reason I pulled the trigger was because I thought, like, I got myself together emotionally. I am good. I can handle this. Yeah. And then it didn't take long for me to kind of regret, like, did I do the right right thing? thing. Yeah. Should I just make your ass be a little bit miserable with me? Possibly. Doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. But I think that it's growth to acknowledge something and speak on it and be able to have conversation regardless of knowing that it could go good or bad right because I think a lot of people are scared to have conversations so they just tolerate shit right until it like blows up and then it becomes something that's not salvageable I Mm -hmm. totally agree with that because you have to put yourself first at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and you can't I feel like with Kendall especially like you can't force something that's not meant to be and that's actually but I think we've all messing done with that. your mental. Like yeah. once yeah. you start messing with your mental, it's just like it's not worth it. I think mm, that that's so true. Everyone at some point tries to force something that's something. not there. I think one thing that like Brittany and I agreed on was like the whole 80-20 thing. We both mm. agreed that we both were the 80. And so usually you say, like, oh, you're not supposed to leave your 80 for your 20. But I told her I was like, the 20 that you need is like it's yeah. the what's actually driving the wedge mm-hmm. between us. And a lot, and not just her, my on my part too. But I just think like it's weird because when I address the issue with her, we actually had the same problem. When I finally was like, "This is what's going on with me, and why this is a problem," mm-hmm. or I don't, I'm having issues with our relationship, and she said the same exact thing. But even though it was the same exact thing, 
that 20 is the same 20, but the 20 held a higher standard to her. Mm-hmm. I can do without the 20. The 20 was very important to her. Like, even though I had 80% of whatever she wanted, that 20 was, like, the driving force mm-hmm. of causing separation. Mm-hmm. So it made me question that whole theory of, like, 80-20, because it doesn't matter if, like, the person has everything that you could want. It could be that one motherfucking thing on the list. And that one thing could be extremely important to you. That's what I'm saying. It's the one 20% that's, like, the non-negotiable the mm. thing that's going to impact me the most. This is kind of like... All the 80 is fluff. Yeah, it's fluff. <laughs> yeah. The 80 is fluff. That's legit. Like, the 80 kind of doesn't matter. It's the 20% that matters. Mm-hmm. Because Damn. those are the issues that need to be yeah. focused on and improved. Like, yep. Precise. Ooh. Come on, mm. deep episode. Wow. On, Profound. Wow. <laughs> I, knew I, had, I got three people with locks. I knew it was going to be a deep episode. Come on, I get mine redone tomorrow. I'm going to be uh, a brand new person tomorrow evening. We'll <laughs> talk about that. Talk about you have no choice but to be deep when there's three people with locks. Come on. No, but I mean, I didn't think about it that way. And literally, until just now I mean like I did say like you know I was like well the 20% is what's like pushing you even more like further away from me but like that is the part that needs the most like nourishment I guess you could say I can say 20% broke my relationship you, you already that 20 broke it yeah that 20% broke it. broke it I mean cause it was like people I'm gonna go flat out say it People always say, like, sex is not important in a relationship, and I do think that... Why are you talking about me? Oh, I'm just saying, I was like, the elephant <laughs> okay, in the we room. just met, nigga. You know. <laughs> how you know my life, right? How you know my life? I'm, I'm trying to dance saying. around. You must have literally saw the pink elephant. Yes, I saw yeah. it right there in the corner. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, people got to understand, like, you know, I want to... I mean, you're that special person, and I want to maybe... Do those things. To Everybody you. has needs at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, at the same That's time. And I choose to express them with you. So, but if you is not... sex very important to y'all in a relationship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make them hit the high note. Yes. In the false. Wait, yes, it, it is. Sex is very I, important to you. I feel like. That's in not the a lot day of people make connections. Sex I mean, is not that important to me. It's okay. And that's. Yeah. Wow. What my significant other would say. Right. It's not important I get the significance but it is not that important yeah but I mean I'm gonna just be honest like I feel like in this day and age I should feel like I want to express myself with you with you the whole you you can express it with me but I mean not literally me but you know (laughs) (laughs) I can't express it with me I just think that like sometimes like a person that is like I don't want to say hypersexual but hypersexual in comparison Mm -hmm. um, the person that is hypersexual feels like they're missing an experience with that person when the person that's not that sexual feels like we have that experience or like to me, okay, so like for me, like or your girlfriend experiencing you may not necessarily have to be just sex. Experiencing you is experience like how you love on her or how you support her. That is how I mean it, it really just kinda of breaks down to love language love and language. how you receive love. And that was what another thing I was gonna say, it's not necessarily se- whatever you said, but it's sexual compatibility is important. I was gonna say the same thing. So like if we are is that sex- enough to break up? Yes. 
Okay, now, this is the thing that he's going to say. Like, for me in my household, (laughs) yes. Yes. For him, yes. For me, no. Because at the end of the day, I still love her, even though I feel a certain way. What makes them sexually compatible? What makes that up? Like, like, It's just... I would assume I mean, that your love language, like if you took a love language test, that physical touch would be very high in the list of things in the love language. I think physical touch, PDA, not so much. Yeah, not necessarily yeah, PDA. Yeah, yeah, so I'm but feeling like wanted that. and desired. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's, and I think it's just kind of like, when it comes to sexual drive, it's like somebody who has maybe... Kind of the same rounds. Round. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, Not two, just three. one, but I need you to come oh, back. Seven, okay. Eight. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Two hour break back at you. Know, <laughs> Oh, yes, you are letting your freak flag fly, girl. Just no, yes. you want rounds. Nobody wants to just. Well, maybe. Then maybe that might be enough for some people. I just, you know... You would prefer I'm, rounds. I would prefer I rounds. Say, and rounds. I think, Whitney, are you okay with just, like, one good one and then being like... No, you want rounds, too. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Silence. Volume. Silence. I, Whitney said, I ain't say all that. Don't get me wrong. I go in rounds, but... I'm also the bitch that fall asleep after I come. Like, I am that rude-ass bitch. No, so, like, give nah, me a moment of intermission. Give me more! <laughs> I, I don't have to... Bravo! Encore! There you go. And you know what I think might be part of it, too? I have never been with anyone where the moment I look at them, I'm like, God damn. Like, I mean, like, in a relationship, I've never been in a relationship with anyone that I looked at in the moment, like, damn, I want to fuck him or her. Like, see, I, well, maybe once, but we weren't in a relationship. But I've I've just never been in committed relationships where, Mm -hmm. like, to me, physical attraction are things that, like, kind of grow. Okay. Usually the nicest niggas, the the people that I've been with, I'm not with them because of their looks. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would they think that's... They cute to me. Yeah, yeah but that's, me. that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, even with them being cute to me, it wasn't like when I first saw them, I had to have them. Yeah. Just like, based off looks. Yeah. I can say that, yeah. And so I think that might also... I don't like pretty niggas. That so. might also play into why sex may not be that important to me. Mm-hmm. Because I also have never really been with anybody, like, in a relationship where I was immediately lusting for them. Yeah. So I have a friend that was talking to a guy and she like literally ended things because he wasn't making her come. I mean, um, I've been there. <laughs> I mean, in that situation. I've been on that old town road. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's a problem. Like it's, it, that means that because is a problem. To me, because to me, to me, it's deeper as in like you don't care about my wants and desires yeah. to explore what makes me Turn, yeah, no, maybe and... that's not it. And then I think that's the difference between yeah. like the, what we were talking about, sexual chemistry. Maybe y'all just don't have the chemistry where y'all mesh like that. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't have the chemistry. Mm. Either way, I, I understand That's right, deflect. Deflect. Winning doubt, it's you. <laughs> not me. My pussy's golden. 
I know my. <laughs> I know my juice box gets wet. It's you, motherfucker. It's all you. I got the sauce drip and all of yeah, it. I'm okay. weak. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I do think it's, like, a level of compatibility, like... Communication, I feel like. It's so important, period. Yeah, if you don't communicate about what you actually want sexually, it's no way that your partner... Well, that's if your spouse well, listens. Ooh, that's a, come on! I don't think that's, that's what... Mm. And one, actually, two of my experiences is that that was what broke it, it was... Okay, I am expressing that this is my sexual need, sexual want. I'm going to meet you halfway, 50-50. And then what happened? You um, you meeting, but yeah. I got 10% of that. Mm. <laughs> 10% And that. you deserve the hundred. Yes, I did not sign up for a relationship to be celibate. I'm so sorry. Yeah, nah. That is mine. <sighs> I feel like no. That's no I just look. feel like it may have been too soon to have Kendall. Because... <laughs> What is that fucking um singing my life? <laughs> I mean, without putting too much of our business out there, I do feel like that was like a big issue with yeah. Brittany and I, as far as like that is putting. Why? Okay. Oh, I, I mean, well, damn, we all the now. I'm gonna be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> I ain't got no part to do with this. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think there's a way to respectfully have certain conversations. I think that for her, I think she was attracted to me. Mm-hmm. I think she thinks that I'm pretty and I'm cute or whatever. But our sexual chemistry just was not there mm-hmm. for her. At least that's what she expressed to me. And I mean, that's no, obviously, that's no shade on her. That's, I guess that's the shade on me. The gag is. But in the moment, I'm like, bitch. This is a world renowned Like, oh my God, this pussy is just amazing. Everybody wants to think their sex is so great, you know? And so our chemistry just was That's off. Mm-hmm. And I think that we loved and admired each other, but that aspect of our relationship was just kind of like off-centered. And so like for me, I focus on all the other things because that's what's important to mm-hmm. me. Whereas... I guess she silently suffered, yep. you know. Um, but I think that's why it's important to communicate. I yeah, hope this makes this makes sense. But like what I started doing with my photography clients, right, mm-hmm. weddings, when I do consultations, I ask them what their top three priorities are when it comes to like investments for their wedding, right? Because if they don't mention photography on that top three, then I know that they're not going to invest they're not going to value yeah value what I have to offer right Mm -hmm. so I Mm -hmm. think it could be the same thing in relationships if your priorities of what you find most important in a relationship don't align or aren't the same priorities or something that somebody is willing to make a priority then y'all are never going to come on the same page to even be able to compromise because your priorities are way off um so I think it's important to discuss that even in a relationship now that I think about it, like the same question I asked my clients about like, you know, what are your priorities when it comes to a wedding? Like, is it entertainment that's important? Is it the experience for your guests? Mm-hmm. Cause then maybe you spend $5,000 on a DJ. You don't really care about photos. Yeah. Photography. But if I know that one of your priorities is photography, I know that you're going to be willing to invest in 
your photography experience because that's what's important, important to you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. So do we need to like have those conversations early, early on in relationships? Uh, I've yes, because when is when, early? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. my first day. What? I mean, <laughs> you should know that. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I was caught off guard per se, because we've had conversations when we first met. So, and that's why it depends on the person because I'm just not going to leave my girl because of something that, you that knew is was small, up. but it is also big. Right. And it's kind of like... That's not enough for you. That's not like... enough for me to just be like, all right, I'm done with you. Ah! What? Oh, that's man. all I'm saying. Okay. It's just like I feel okay. like well, I've to my defense. And I and, stayed, and we're in different yeah. we're when, in totally different yeah. positions because mm-hmm. I can actually say that my significant other was and is nowhere as near as to what Kendall received in his relationship. What now? I got confused. Okay, as far as how can I say this? <laughs> now y'all trying to like. Okay. <laughs> he's looking like, like, like how much of my business are you about to say? Right, he's looking like this. What I'm sexually, I'm not gonna leave my girl because sexually we aren't. You value where, so much yeah, more all the other aspects of her as a whole person. Rare so therefore, I respect. For, yes, I will definitely make sacrifices to be with I because you love because her. it isn't like you aren't completely. Yeah, it's just like not as much as you would. Yeah, as you. Um, I love her as her. Like, mm-hmm. I and you believe that there's her. potential for there change in that area. There you go. Okay, now I, I for was him, there. I feel like he can see that. For yes. me, yes. so I now I've been there, and it was just kind of like. You're right, you have one road. Whether I, okay, now compromise with this person or go down the other road where it's just kind of like we're just going to continue doing what we're doing. Me and my partner, we continue to do do what, to, uh, keep kept doing the same thing over and over. We were not mm. willing to change. So that's why it broke it off. It wasn't just the sex, it was sex, you entertaining other people, like, right. it was like, okay, so why am I not good, why am yeah. I not good we still enough? Make each and that's kind of yeah. yeah. like, and that's, that's kind of where you and I can relate. Because my question, I mean, it's just like, mm, I, I mean, I'm also, I can't lie, I feel offended. <laughs> I feel offended when it's like, to me, I'm just like, pussy and p- dick are plentiful. You know what I mean? Like, I'm offended that that weighs so heavy on for you mm-hmm. that you're willing to compromise everything else. And I'm not yeah. just talking about my relationship. I'm talking about anybody yeah. in general. Like you were saying, like that is not worth the overall mm-hmm. experience of loving and being with your yeah. girlfriend. So I'm offended when you are like ecstatic to get new pussy. And I'm just like, pussy? Yeah. But that's really? because it's not a priority that's that compatibility. I'm not necessarily speaking yeah, on yeah, your yeah. thing, but like anyone who is offended because somebody else doesn't get their point or doesn't agree solely on that is because there's some imbalance in, when it comes to compatibility. Like I think so from a, you, a larger it's not, standpoint, it's, it's, it makes me feel like, how much do you really value me? That's what I was yeah. about to say. How much would you sacrifice yeah, for the how person much you, that you yeah, quote-unquote It's not love. even about like 
us seeing things differently. It makes me feel like, what is your perception of me? Yeah. I've been with you, or however, whatever the case may be. Exactly. How much do you really value yeah. me as a person and to have in your life? Like, to me, like, if it were... I mean, I think about people that have been together and they go through far more trying things. Like, I look at, yeah, you know, like... Values. Yeah. I look at, like, say someone like, you You're know... You're so church. My, <laughs> pat- <laughs> my paternal grandparents. And for years, my grandfather has been immobile. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or my mom, she was with a man that was older and he wasn't, like, able-bodied. My mother loved him past that. You know what I mean? Like, the companionship and, you know, the things that she could get from him. I don't know what they were doing sexually. Who knows? But whatever it was, she was fulfilled by it and it was enough to satisfy her. So, to me, it's like, people really going through some real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You stay with me because of, you know, Yeah, because it's not as often as you yeah. like. It's just like to me like it seems very shallow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean when you look at a whole cuz I'm like not to sound arrogant, but everybody in here they're never going to get another motherfucker like you. Yeah. That bitch can have the like Come bomb on. big bomb no, pussy just... and you will chase pussy and everything, but when you really get down to it like sex does not fulfill your soul. Yeah. It does not fulfill you. Like, it really does not make you happy. It's a very Some, empty happy. It's like alcohol. Sometimes. <laughs> but it's but it's a short lived. It it's a high. It is. It is. It's, short, it's not fulfilling. It's instant gratification. It is. It's instant gratification. You need ready. You need The gratification can last. Hold on. The gratification can last a little bit of time. Yeah. But whatever it is, you come down. Yeah. Definitely it, do. <laughs> you okay. come down. Because I stopped having flashbacks, I forgot. And, you know, you, you, need, need, you need a <laughs> that muscle memory series. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I need a reminder from time yeah, to time. Yeah, but okay. me, I guess, like, and I, I, I mean, you might be right, Samia, like, you can't, like, place your value system on someone else. But that literally is how I see it. Like, mm-hmm. you move, like, people that just, like, I don't know. I feel like people that operate off sex operate on their lowest level of frequency. Yeah. <laughs> like, like not even not? trying to... Why are you laughing so hard? I'm so serious. People that operate and move for sex like that <laughs> are operating mm. on their lowest level of frequency. Yeah. Samia, what? Do you agree with that, Kendall? Yes, I, I'm in... To, like, give I, it like, to your body? Yes, I'm more of, like... Sex with one partner that I absolutely love as many times as I want to. Come <laughs> you know on. Lord, do it but for me. That, that's, that's, I have okay. seen that's what you've done for others, for others is, Lord. Like, that's it. Yeah. I'm not asking for But the going world. around with multiple, multiple people, people, people yeah, I'm not the yeah. type of people, And that's why I say so, you're yeah. open. I mean, like, and to each his own. I'm not knocking anybody because yeah. there was a time where I was on a very negative low frequency. Hey, Don't get it twisted. But I, yeah, yeah everybody have their period. Yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. There's peaks and valleys. Yeah. But at a certain point in your life, you have to make the decision that I'm not going that yeah. low. Mm. Okay? Right. When others go low, I'm not going to take it to the flow. So... <laughs> I think that there's like comes a point of maturity. There comes a point mm-hmm. of like, especially like when there are people. But what if somebody is in this point in their life where they're feeling? So I joined this Facebook group. I don't comment on it, but I love reading <laughs> the lurking. comments. Lurking, lurking, lurking like another person. But one of the questions was like, um, how many um, people have you had in one day? Right. Mm-hmm. 
And so, right, the answers. What is the most people you've had in one day? <laughs> I don't know. Why did you just talk about cricket? Yo, Kendall, Kendall is looking like, ooh. Well, so, back in my un, in my worldly days, mm-hmm. my, my worldly days, the flesh. Okay, yes, it is weak. I think maybe, 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 maybe the most two to three. So two to three. Okay, what's the most you've had in one day, Whitney? I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm gonna be Christian and say one. Okay, I, yes. you know, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, Samia. Um, honestly, I think it's one. It could possibly have been two. Back in the day, but I, I, I think had a it's solid too. In one day, I think it's confident. I can't. I honestly think it's one, but there may, you know, have been. <laughs> what What's messy about they my like two? Oh my god, my mom. Huh? No wonder my mother's so ashamed of the show. <laughs> they like what's terrible <laughs> about my two is that I left evidence oh, from the first. Because what the first one was very unplanned. It was very impromptu. And so, like, you know, a guy I was talking to at the time, like, you know, stopped by my house. And so I was like, you know, we're talking. We're, like, literally about to, like, I can't remember if we were already in action or what. Because I just felt like I felt the whole room spin. (laughs) He was like, is that a condom wrapper? And he picked, I was like, oh. And the best lie that I could come up with was, I use it on my toys. I use condoms on my toys. And he was like, like, bitch, please. please. I was like, oh, this is so awkward. And that was like Damn. that moment where you just kind of like quietly like pee your pants yes. up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you. Um, I recall, I okay, so I don't think I've had sex with two different people, but I got head and then had sex one night. Like it probably like two oh, or three. Like a blessing. Night. Two or three in the morning, and then probably later that evening. Where's the peen? Got the peen. Oh, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, thank you. But there are some women in this comment that said, like, up to four or five in one day. But, (laughs) no, this is a black woman. (laughs) This is a black woman forum. Um, but they were talking about swinging and okay, not regular happenings. Okay, I just ordered. Well, some of them. Well, some of them were a little like on like some pay to play type stuff. But I just, you know, that's what I'm saying. I am enjoying lurking on this because these are experiences that I will never have. Um, but you know, I enjoy that are above you now. (laughs) It's above me now. It's above me. (laughs) The best lesson is next door. This is the JW Marriott. So, um, this is like totally random, but I just got like a text since we've been here. And like, you ever had somebody text you, like somebody that you may have like briefly talked to, and then they hit you up and you're like, is that so? Like, their name pops up, you still don't really know exactly who it is, and you're like, I think that's so-and-so. So, he hit me up, and he was like, hey, love, how you been? And I said, hey, and then I remember, I was like, oh, wait. I think that nigga got on my nerves, or he did something that was just a little <laughs> bit too shady. So, he was like, how are you doing? What's new? And I said, I think I know who this is, but I'm good, LOL. I said, wait, I mean good, like good off you. Correct. I had to correct it because <laughs> I didn't want him to think I was saying I'm good. Yeah. Like, how you doing? No, I'm good. Like, please don't, don't, don't. just don't, don't. And he didn't. <laughs> 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 and so he responds, 
I'm good, LOL. You still say it? No, nigga. I'm good off you. I can't. And that's the thing I hate when my memory fails me. I can't remember. Like, this well, is a I prime, not talking, but it's I a know prime example of like what I tell people. Like, um, like when I talk to my mom, I'm like, sometimes I cannot remember what you said to me, but I remember how I feel. Whatever you made me feel right now, I'm just like, I'm good off you. I can't even remember the scenario, but I just remember how I felt. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, like you remember how people make you feel. Yeah, especially when they make you feel, uh, feel like this. So oh, yeah, small. and I don't even know. I don't know what it is. I just think that like he might have just been a little tad bit messy or just weird yeah. or something. I don't know. He's People had to brush it off. Signs, like, yeah, and I, I'm going to trust my feeling and roll with trust it. Trust your gut. Yeah, that like whatever it was about you just didn't sit right with my spirit. It doesn't go with me. It doesn't go with me. It's above me now. Yes. It's, <laughs> it is above me now. So, uh, Kendall, you say that you're single. I am. Have you been going on any dates, darling? See, uh, Whitney's look the, over okay, at me. So, it's hilarious. The reason I do not, and this is why I say this, I always have this conversation with Whitney. I, I really do not date. It's because people are not into dating anymore. It's just kind of like it's a smash mm-hmm. pass, and that's 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 the date. That's how you prove that you're worthy, and then we might go to the steakhouse on the next Right. Tuesday. It's just kind of like, no, I'm not ready to give up. Or fifteen dollar lobster and yeah, steak. I'm just not ready to like. I want. To. I can say Kendall is looking for a good quality young man. Okay. If we have quality. any applicants, <laughs> any applicants, quality. But you know, it's just like. So it's, what is the twenty percent that needs nourishing? For Kendall, for either for both of y'all, for me, for both of y'all, we're talking about finding him a qualified young man. We established that the twenty percent is actually probably the most important percent. Yes. <laughs> So what is that twenty percent that you're looking for? I just honestly feel like, for me, I do say that I need to communicate better. I don't know what you're saying to me. Oh, to me, you look like a praise answer. <laughs> 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 yes, you look like a praise answer, yo. Okay, so what's the twenty percent consist of for you? And sometimes it's weird you don't realize that what the twenty percent is until you don't have it, until you're needing it or desiring it. You don't realize that it's there. I think because this this goes hmm. into. That's it. No, I say communication, but that comes from me. So communication. Yeah. Okay. Is extremely important to you. Okay. And mine is, I guess, friendship, which has this whole umbrella of like trust, um, communication, everything. It's just kind of like I do want to have that person that I love, but I also want to just a friend mm. I can talk to. I could, you know, go out. That's like, what got me fucked <clears throat> up. Being friends with my girlfriend. Mm. Mm. What? Yes, please. Yeah. I feel like that, that that has a lot to do with. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, with same-sex couples, mm-hmm. I feel like I can only speak for, like, myself as far as, like, being with a woman. It was... I've said it before, like, I've never been with anybody where I felt like they were my best friend. I felt yeah. like they were my friend. And sometimes, like, sometimes I looked at her as, like, bae and friend and thought she was sexy. And sometimes I looked at her as my best friend, my friend. Like, mm-hmm. we we have the same interests. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the way that we grew up and things that may have happened as we can relate in a way that, like, you bond with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I may have, at times, gotten too comfortable being her friend. Oh, I agree. And so that may have been where some disconnect 
can happen. Yeah. And so, like, moving forward, I don't want to be friends with y'all. <laughs> I don't be friends. I don't need no more <laughs> friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is a beautiful thing to experience yeah. being with somebody that's your friend. But, I mean, if you are, you just have to be extremely mindful of, that like... There's two parts to it. That there's two yeah, parts. Sure. That there's I two parts. It. And that at yeah. this point, I, I don't know if it's, like, we were together a little over a year. I don't know if it was, like, a phase. Because mm. I even asked um, someone I know that's married. I was like, is there ever a time or was there ever a time that you weren't attracted to your wife? And he was like, hell yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean... Me and my girl have been open and honest with each other about that. So mm-hmm. we have been together for like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you do go through things in your relationship to where you're not attracted to the person. You sometimes need distance because you are with this person right? every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. So it's kind of like sometimes you have to disconnect and figure out how you connect it. At the beginning, and I feel like that's what we're going through. Like mm. finding why, why did we connect? It's so interesting. You, you literally it, have to hit like, the refresh yeah. button on your relationship. Mm-hmm. You and to. I do like that's one reason why I feel like I question if I did the right thing with breaking mm-hmm. up with my girlfriend because I'm like, did I pull the trigger too soon? Is this something that I should have or we could have? And I felt like, oh, you can't work through. I've never had that exact situation. Mm-hmm. I've never had a situation where everything's great except for that. And then, like, usually, if I want to break up with you, it's like, you cheated, you did something mm-hmm. like like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like grounds of, like, nah, nigga, yeah. you got to go. So, like, I, after we broke up, I was, I, well, during, and she was like, well, you think that's something we can work through? And I was like, I don't know. I ain't never heard of nobody being like, I got to learn or relearn how to get to that point. But mm-hmm. now I'm realizing, like, and talking to, like, people that have been in relationships mm-hmm. for a long time, like yourself, like, you go through phases where that person ain't that fine to you right now. And, like, you do kind of get that back. So I feel like I may have pulled the trigger a little too early and my whole thing backfired on a bitch. So. I can see see that. But then again. But sometimes you shouldn't. I feel like you shouldn't have to doubt yourself also because Mm. it's a reason why you decided to do that. I'm the type of person that things happen for a reason. So it's like. Maybe this was meant to be. Maybe you guys are just not meant to be together right now. But well, I I I kind of was like no because I found like she felt like I was being. She realized that it's like because we don't even live in the same city. So when we saw each other, there was still like this disconnect. And so for me, it was kind of like well, I love her, so I don't want her to feel like I don't want to hurt her further, hurt her mm-hmm. by making her feel mm-hmm. like she's not wanted or anything like that around me. Yeah. So let me just let her go, and I'm gonna be okay. So you no. sacrifice. Yeah, I thought I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm real fit. Like, so more and more, I sacrifice. feel like I'm feeling this, the ultimate <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> because I am, like, mourning on my relationship. But, like I said, she was my best friend. Yeah. I feel like. And, and and then, like, as soon as you break up with somebody, it's not easy to be friends. Yeah. I'm offended when you call me by my name. You ain't been calling me Chelsea. <laughs> Don't say. Yeah, like, little things become, like, yeah. reminders that y'all aren't together together in the way mm-hmm. that y'all used to be like you know i guess because like i never experienced her as like my friend before mm-hmm. i experienced her as my boo from mm-hmm. the very beginning yeah. from my first date and, to the end and that goes to my like and that's why to my relationship like too. i want to 
be friends. Like with my two past relationships, we were not friends. Mm-hmm. It was just automatically boo thing and everything yeah. else. I want to be able to build something with that person. And then you're right. You go into nothing but love, nothing but yeah. That way, I can still see you bright new every single morning. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said it's it's different perspectives because we started off as friends. Like we were just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friends, I didn't find her attractive at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like we just connected in a right. type of way, and we have made each other better over the years. But it's just like I can actually say our relationship was based off friendship mm. prior to us actually talking. Mm. I mean, and I can actually is say, important. yeah, I think friendship it is, is important. because it's kind of like, because like even if things don't work out, at least you know what y'all being friends looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what being friends with Brittany. And, and that's I what, think yeah. that's what the difference is when you're saying like right now how y'all are like trying to figure shit, y'all are together, but it's complicated. Ooh. Whitney. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? And so for someone who doesn't know that, like, foundation of friendship, it's not like, I don't think the complicated area makes much sense to them because it's like, all I've known from the, from the point that we initiated is us. Mm-hmm. So to be separate from us doesn't make sense to me or to them, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that that really defines, like, having a friendship before, I think, really helps. And not in all cases, but it helped define, like, how... How you see things, the other person. Yeah. Because at... But I also have never had a friend that after a while I started to look at them as more. Yeah, that's the other I, I mean, what's your friend? I mean, no, we you, were... You friends so How can I say this? We were both... You can't work your way yeah. up out for me. We were both... We are both flirtatious people. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say. But our friendship never... We were always flirtatious with, with each other, but it never crossed a boundary. Like, we always still respected each other's boundaries. Okay. So, I could kind of do me, she could do her, but we would always meet. In the meet yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. literally how it started. So with us, even if you do take sex out of the picture, it's still like, I still actually have a friendship with her that I'm not just going to break off. Yeah, I think the friendship helps with keeping the respect. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it takes time. And like her thing has been like, I see you be friends with your exes. And I'm like, yeah, but for some reason, this is different to me. I can't even explain what it is. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have no desire to be her friend. Mm. I have no desire to be. So are you saying it's all or nothing or it's nothing? <laughs> That's how I feel like it's all or nothing. I don't know. I never really loved anybody as in, well, no, let me not say that. I was going to say as intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, like, once again, I have only experienced her one way. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like her. I'm not. It's almost like I don't got used to eating filet mignon. Yeah. You ain't finna give yeah. me hamburger helper. And I'm gonna be <laughs> grateful. Yeah, we'll be you know what I'm saying? Me. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna be grateful for the crumbs that you give me. And not saying yeah. that you know yeah. she's saying that they're crumbs, but that's what they feel like. Yeah. Once I've experienced the whole effect, oh, at this point, if if it's not the filet mignon, medium with butter, I don't want it. With rosemary mm, yes. on top with the truffle <laughs> if it's not that 
and a side of whipped garlic potatoes. I don't think I'll do one egg. And so, like, anybody else that I've ever, like, there's only... That's what I want to eat for my birthday, if anybody's listening out there. Steak and potatoes? Steak and potatoes. From a very expensive restaurant. Some fine dining? No, it's very expensive. What? Um, But, I I mean, to answer your questions to me, I do feel like the way that I feel is all or nothing. For a number of reasons. I feel like I deserve all of you. Yeah. Like, I feel like the best part of me deserves the best part of you. So, you're not going to give me anything less than I know that you can do. Or I don't want it. There have been, I found, like, there have been Even times, outside of the relationship. Yeah. So, I've been there. I've been there. But I've been there when I was friend. Like, after a breakup, I was still friends. Mm-hmm. We were cool. But it was awkward as hell. Yes. And that's like, how I feel right now. It's yeah, awkward. It's, you try to be. Uh, don't call and check on me. Don't call and check. Don't pay for my tab. Don't. Yeah. Do and I'm just like, that's what I'm using. You can right? still, you still pay, pay for my tab. For my tab. <laughs> you can still pay for my tab. My cash app is dollar sign. Chelsea no more. If you want to help me along with my grieving process, you can send me I mean, I just think that like, I am part of being your friend. I'm not mentally in the space where I want to know or that I could even have the idea that you're with somebody else. Yeah. But because I'll, it's weird because sex does not mean that much to me or it doesn't wait. It's not at the top of my list. But you having sex with someone else just like is mental torment to me. So, y'all, Chelsea and I have had this conversation, right? And so my thing and I'm curious on what your opinions are. I said like I completely get how she feels. However, she has a podcast where she's sharing this with like two to three thousand other people that listen to this, right? And so this person is hearing about her sexual experiences on this podcast. No, from me first. Yeah, from you first. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I share with, you know, other people, right? Mm -hmm. And I understand that that's her platform. This is what she was doing before her. Mm -hmm. And it's what she's going to continue to do after her. But my thing was, like... You know, it's hard when you're, you're somebody's friend and understand their feelings, but also understand, like, the, the opposition, opposite. right? right. right. Okay. And so, like, I feel like as a friend, it's my responsibility to, like, recognize your hurt and pain, but also try to help you understand why... Things may be the way they are. Yeah. Or why things... by why perception from the other party could be like, okay, you don't want to hear about my sexual experiences, but I'm hearing about yours on the podcast. Like, you're sharing it. So, you know, so I think it's just difficult because a lot of times in relationships and arguments, people are saying the same exact Uh thing and feeling the same exact way, but it's the way you communicate it Uh to the other person and then the perception or how they receive it. And if y'all are able to come to a compromise and understand that, like, we have the same issue, but, like, of course you're always going to, you know, side with yourself. Like, my mm-hmm. feelings are right. what matter. Mm-hmm. My feeling, that's how I feel. So I don't understand we're how definitely, you feel. We're definitely been arguing over the same issue. Yeah, the same yeah. issue. But same issue. I feel like there's a way you go about it. Like, like you said, I have been doing this show before mm-hmm. I met you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
I'm still doing this show, and I'm probably going to do it for a very long time. Okay? You will. Okay? So, I feel like you can't be upset with me about something that when you met me, I was doing. And the reason that you fell in love with me. So, now that it involves you, it's it's like, and I get, like, she's like, okay, so I feel like there's a way to go about things, right? When I first said that I was single on this podcast, I expressed it with, like, a level of respect and regard of like I'm single, the door's not closed. I still love her. We're you know mm-hmm. we're friends. That's my nigga. But when you get on your platform, I don't care what the degree and size difference our platform is. Mm-hmm. I felt embarrassed by the way that she said right. that she was yeah. single personally. Okay, for you to like be like I'm single just in time for pride. Fuck with me was hurtful to me. Even though we're doing the same thing, I'm announcing that I'm single. You're announcing that you're single. The way in which you go about it, that, I don't give a fuck if you told three shot, people. Uh, it's like, come on, dog. It, once again, why are you makes, looking at me, Wendy? It makes you, once again, it makes you question why what you really meant to that person. Yeah. If I feel like I'm tiptoeing around and handling it with kid gloves because I still love you, there's a level of respect, and I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings, and then, you know, the way that I present it to the world is not. I'm single, come and get me. I'm a hot and ready pizza. Yeah. And then I look. And little you, Caesars. Yeah, you a little Caesars. But then I look oh, at. Oh, no, wait. I wasn't trying to. Okay. You right. did it. <laughs> then you look at the person that you're with that you've been trying to handle with a, a level of respect mm-hmm. and to see that they handle it so fucking tacky, you basically. You did that for attention, to just get your attention, to be like, oh. I don't know, but either way, that's mean. That is mean. Especially, that's like, a I'm a shot. very sensitive person. Yeah. Very sensitive person. I mean, goddamn. You say my name wrong, I might cry. <laughs> to be honest. So, like, but I just feel like that was, like, disrespectful. You know, like, I said, one, people would think I did something to you. Yeah. For you to be, like, or you've just been fucking miserable. But it doesn't matter what other... But it still hurt me. But what I'm saying is... I would never put on my platform that my girlfriend disrespected me or anything like that because she did not. So I'm not going to portray it even if she don't care what people think. I'm not even going to put that type of vibe out about her that I'm happy. Like like a Wendy Williams. Like Wendy Williams is broken up and we're so happy for her because we know she's been in a bad situation. Yeah. Right? And so like when she acts out and does things, you're like, yes, bitch. You life. are out here living your new single life <laughs> because you've been miserable yeah. all these years. So when people do that, you feel like, well, damn, they must have been pent up all of this time. So when you come out and say, I'm free just in time for pride, I'm single just in time for pride. Fuck with me. That's what. That's the connotation that it seems. Yep. Samia, Come. back in your court. No, I honestly feel like we have talked about it, and I mean, I think it's. Uh, she still want to be friends with Brittany. No, it has <laughs> nothing to do with being fr- friends with Brittany, but I think. Like, responsibility as friends is to just say what you feel and not just always be, like, the yes person. That's I like, agree. Yeah. So but that's Samia all... also, you don't ever want, you ever want sometimes your friend just to fucking listen? And, and just be there. And no. be that bitch that's just like, be word, there. I feel you. 
No, and I, I hope that I did that. But if I didn't, like, if you would tell me ahead of time when you, like, I just want you to listen to our one event and I don't need your I opinion. I appreciate on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I just but, need you to deliver my yeah. fat first. Yeah, no, no, no. But there are times <laughs> when first. I call my yeah. friends, like, there are times when I want to vent because I just want to get this off my chest. I don't necessarily need, need you to tell me that I need to leave this nigga alone. I'm not. aware of that. Okay? <laughs> okay? I just want you to listen to me then. Okay? And so, you know, free game for us all. Just give a warning before you do a little vent so then I know, like, okay, she's not listening. looking. Yeah, she's not looking for an opinion. She just wants to vent. So then I receive it as that. You don't care what I think about this situation. You just want to say how you feel. And I can respect that as a friend. Like, we all want that, right? Because really, when we're telling the story, we want to tell the story so that the other person agrees and has your back 100%. But I think it's really healthy in friendships for it to be something where sometimes maybe they don't agree. Like, I want my friends to tell me, Like, if I'm wrong about something or I need to be making adjustments or something. Because if not, then, like, how am I growing or becoming a better person if you're just being like, yeah, you're right all the time? That's a good friend. That is. You don't want a a yes friend. Yeah, you don't want a yes friend. You don't want a yes friend. But you do want somebody that has your back sometimes. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you, anybody... If there are times where you just want to vent, because there are times like I have talked about this same nigga for a whole year. Okay. Yes, Lord, you did. Okay. (laughs) Whoa, I wasn't even talking. I don't know who you're talking about, but we're just not going to go there. But anyway, like, you know, the first couple of times you start talking about your problems with a person, right? It's like, girl, you know, whatever. After a while, we all had that friend like, bitch, I bitch. heard this story a thousand <laughs> times. You're not done yet. You don't yeah, and it doesn't yet. really matter what I say. You're going to go back to him anyway. So, I think that there's sometimes as a friend, like, you know your friend is needs to figure this out on their own. And, you know, there are other times where your friend needs some, like, loving um, advice. Or, like, that push to make, like, better decisions. You know, and it's always their decision to make. But I think, you know, sometimes you just need to communicate what you need when you're expressing your frustration. So then, because there are times where I've called to vent and I get advice from my friends. I'm like, bitch, I wasn't calling for that. I wanted you to, like, have my back, talk shit about him with me. Uh (laughs) And then accept that I'm going to go back in a couple of days, okay? (laughs) That's what I need. And that's your job as my friend. Okay. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Exactly. I'll be back yes. next week. Yeah, it is. It, that's exactly how it is. Sometimes you just want your friends to rally around you. Or, like, sometimes, like, I get objective opinions. Like, okay, well, maybe you should see it from their side. But then you be like, you're my friend. I need you to be upset with And me. that's how I feel like Chelsea felt when she was talking to me this past week. But Samia does it every time. Oh, she gets it. Well, I think there's like a period. It's kind of like, okay, for the first three, five times, I'm you. Um, be, uh, yes. yes. No, yes, Samia it, does not let you have it at all. She go right in front of you. not you have it at all. I just feel like it's important to see both sides. It's important of to see both story. sides, but I think like, it's no different it's, than like when you are injured, the first thing that you, you want them to do is like clean you up and coddle you. 
the recovery comes next where you can say, well, this is where you messed up. This is why your ankle rolled. And now we're going to go into physical therapy and try to heal this issue. But in the moment when you fall and you hurt yourself, you're in an accident, you want to be like, oh, you okay? Yeah. Do you need a band-aid? Do you need ice? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm learning here. I'm open to learning. At least me. Coddle me first. Okay. Yeah. Coddle me and acquiesce to me for a moment. This is a learning and then podcast. then punch me okay. in the gut. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then punch me. But Samia comes out the gate swinging. <laughs> Bitch, that ain't nothing but a roll. You can put weight on it. Walk. <laughs> Yeah, Matt ain't that. nothing but a roll you can put weight on it walk. Matter of fact, run. <laughs> Keep up, bitch. No. So, I mean, I think that, like, just like we were talking about, like, being friends and relationships, you got to understand, like, the person that you're with. And, like, certain things, like, certain things that b- may bother you may not bother the other person. But if you love and care about them and you know that that's something that would hurt them or bother them, maybe not taking it to that level. If you know that the person that you're with, like, I know, like, there are certain things that I could do that Brittany just don't really care about. She don't yeah. care. I care about them, but she doesn't care. And if I do it, I know, like, oh, she don't care. And I'll even tell her, like, I did this. She's like, oh, okay. But there are things that I know that she's uncomfortable with or she went like, and I say, hey, this is what's going on. Because I know that those are things that she's sensitive to and I wouldn't do them because I just wouldn't want to, like... Yeah. Cross, cross that line and sometimes like I told her before I was like you know you could be with somebody for a year two years and everything great and you have so much love and trust and respect and admiration for that person and they could do one motherfucking thing and it may not even be that huge but it show it triggers something in you that is like that soft spot and it changes everything about the relationship in just that one but okay so I don't think that that can happen I don't think oh, that there's like it's, one it one thing, I think it's a cumulative, like, p- thing, small things that add up, and then it's this one thing. Explosion. That the creates it. Exactly. Not I just had a whole two-hour meeting about this bullshit. But, like, it's important, like, for, and it's something I'm working on, too, like, to express, like, discontentment or In whatever the fuck. In real time, even if it takes you a moment to process it, and maybe it's a couple of days later, instead of holding that shit in, because what happens is you hold on to all these emotions and it creates resentment. And then when you're addressing the issue, it's either a low blow to the person, which shocks them, and then it creates this like tension automatically because like they weren't expecting it. They didn't even know there was an issue, and now you're saying it's an mm-hmm. issue. And not only are you saying it's an issue, but you're saying it in a way that's kind of like disrespectful like you're waiting till you're mad to say oh, this it's thing built up. yeah it's a built up thing and so then I can't respect I, need to be better with that. I think that a lot of people have a problem with doing that like we express like our issues we may call a friend and like be annoyed with somebody with it could be a friend or it could be like a lover or it could be like an associate but we're really quick to like address those issues with somebody else but we won't talk to that person about it and the only way that it's going to be resolved is if we talk directly to that person let them know what's up so they have an opportunity to fix those things but it's also making sure if i'm expressing myself to you that you are actually taking me into consideration and not brushing off my god my god what (laughs) a word okay There has to be someone there to receive it. Yeah. Because ah. it's kind of like, if, if I'm expressing myself... <laughs> and it's going in one ear and not the other. Okay? That's, that's, no, that is a point. 
it's okay. That is kind of like sermon. Just, it's, it ah! gets to the point where you just talking to a brick wall, and it's just like, okay, yeah. well, I'm communicating myself to you, but you are not receiving it. Like I'm dead serious right now, mm. but you are taking it as a joke. You are taking it as it something, serious. taking it serious, Man. and it's kind of like. If and I, I feel think, like I'm opening myself up mm-hmm. to you, you should at least respond in some type of way. And you I, just brushing it off makes it worse because then it's kind of like, okay, it didn't matter. This is why you. I stopped communicating with yeah. you right. because right. you don't reciprocate what I'm telling you mm. into a healthy type of form. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm gonna just stop talking. So with me and my, I named it shit. Situationships, okay, oh, not oh, situationships, no. oh, but no. situationships. Oh no! Right, I realized that okay, I'm a sensitive person. Period. Right. So with these shitty ass people that I've dealt, dealt with in the past, like they take my sensitivity as in like it not being a valid point because they're considering like, oh, she's sensitive, so she's just mad. Period. Instead oh, of no. like really like listening to what. I'm saying because just because somebody is sensitive or takes things differently than others, like what I've realized, especially over the course of the past week is like everyone deserves a different delivery depending on the way that they receive information and the way that they love and learn. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times when we approach situations, we just say it like it's the same. Yeah. Flat out. And different people, like, I might need you to hold my hand a little bit more when you tell me things. Yeah, hold both my hands. Yeah, and look me in my eyes and compliment me first before mm-hmm. you tell me all the shitty things that I'm doing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And there are other people Use that the can sandwich say... sandwich method, niggas. Yeah. Like... God yeah, <laughs> damn, you gotta take it. Yeah, so PC like... PC with these motherfuckers. Yeah, so I think you have to... Communi- that's... I mean, it's always gonna come back to communication. And communication is effectively listening and also opening up to express those things. Or if you're with a person that's not a great communicator, at least in my situations, I am an over-communicator most of the time. Yeah. And people that don't communicate well see that it's almost like arguing or being confrontational or being... My God, (laughs) what a word on today. I hate to say it, but I'm... In the relationship, I'm you know I'm just honest, but I'm the one that uh, doesn't communicate well. See, wow, Wendy, I'm disappointed. (laughs) I mean, but it's so are you like a shut down type of person? Like you don't want to hear that stuff. And I mean, honestly, I I don't want to go too deep, but you know, you got to tap into your childhood trauma. And that's really what it mostly stems. You know. Human fuck me up. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to get deep, but it's just like, you know, but that's what a lot of it, health. Yeah. In mm-hmm. order to be in a healthy relationship, like, and me and Kendall have talked about this with our roommates, like, it's, you know, you got to make sure your mental is good, and yep. you got to figure out, like, okay, why am I shutting down so much during a conversation, mm-hmm. or why am I getting so angry? And it's kind of like, it's is it the person deeper. or is yeah, it me? It's so it's kind of like. You know, I can say in a relationship that I do have communication issues. Mm. And she does her best in order for me to communicate with her more. And that's another reason why I'm just not going to up and leave her. Because, like, as far as me communicating, like, I communicate way better from when we first met. Wow. So So it's just, like, growth. 
So with you recognizing that there's something that you need to work on, um, so in my past situation, shit, you ate shit, right? Um, they were able to, he was able to recognize that there was a problem, but then like, you know, solutions, resolutions to this problem. It was just like, I know that I'm bad at communicating. I recognize that I'm going through depression, but I'm also not doing anything actively to make like a difference to change these things. Right. That's where it always stems from. It's kind of like, okay, you now know my weakness. You now know my flaw. You also know, like what I struggle with. What are you going to do to help me? And it's, it's but just, you can't put so much on your partner because it's a personal thing. It's, that, it's a personal growth that once you identify with, okay, I have an issue. I don't want to put that burden on my significant other to say it's my responsibility to do that. I should already know that now that I have identified with it. If I haven't identified with it. I feel like my and, partner and should help we me. We need to think of like help comes in different ways. It's kind of yeah. like supporting, like be at least being there until you start figuring out your your way of communicating, your way of now pushing through your threshold that's holding you back. So I have a friend who was talking to this guy, right? And he's going through depression, right? And so his responses are the reason why he's like not communicating well or going ghost is because he's dealing with depression, right? He's also not going to therapy or doing anything to address these issues. He just recognizes that he has them. So what are the boundaries that oh someone should put when it comes to like trying to find a way to be supportive and recognize like mental health is so important and you do need help and I need to respect you and you know if I need to support you through this that's fine but then also recognizing like you're also being a really like depression may be a thing but you're not communicating with me you're um, canceling dates at the last you minute can only or help someone as much as they allow you to that's exactly what I said. and you can only only love them at the capacity at which they allow allow you to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can want to love you and treat you and teach you better, but if you're not able you to, like, to. look you upon... You can't put yeah, your responsibility. Then, like, yeah. It's so, too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. And so, like, sometimes people don't have the capacity to receive it because they can't even acknowledge their own shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or they can acknowledge it, but making a change is, like, a completely different battle for I them. I think that some people think they're so disconnected that it doesn't affect them and it really does. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that I have been in relationships with people where they have had like, like you said, going back to childhood, Mm -hmm. they've told me things uh, about their childhood and I can see how their behavior as an adult relates back to their childhood, mm-hmm. but they don't connect the dots mm-hmm. between yeah. those two things. Yeah. And f- and that's... Mm-hmm. And in their mind, nothing is wrong with them. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. this is clear as day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why you have this issue and, and it's appearing in our relationship yeah. is because of an unresolved matter from mm-hmm. your childhood. Yeah. And you want to know what I realized with that? or And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. So people that have like things from their past right i feel like the way they respond to whatever that issue is they respond from the age at which that trauma happened to them 
I'm honestly yeah. gonna have to say I agree with that a hundred percent because it's like it starts it's kind of like, like it wherever goes that trauma back. is. I feel like it's it's either two things. I'm I'm what you say. Mm-hmm. I revert back to yeah. that age, and that's how you respond to it. So but if it happened, I at 16, feel like I feel like in my relationship, my girlfriend instead of reverting back, she just cuts off and stops. Mm-hmm. There's no revert back. There's no, there's it's almost like cold ex. But that might be at the what? age like yeah. if yeah. it happened mm-hmm. when you're eight. Yeah. Like you don't ever address it at because if it happened don't. if the trauma happened mm-hmm. at eight at eight years old, right? You don't address it at eight, right? So then the way that oh, you no, respond to it, I'm like. <laughs> I get yeah. so you know when you see a child that is so worked up yeah. and it's like you need to calm down like yeah. I get you're upset but you might be overreacting I'm that person I once I get to that point emotionally and I know that I, I feel that I've reverted back I'm at like the okay I get you're upset but you need to calm oh, the fuck yeah. down mm-hmm. type yeah. like you're crying over the glue spilling yeah. chill mm-hmm. and, yeah. and but they're genuinely upset yeah you know what I mean and that's that's me once it's almost like this like shell shock. For me, mm. okay, Samir. I, I that that one. Go back to the age. Because yeah. even even for me, like the traumas I've had, when I deal with them, I can recognize that like it's my sixteen year old self that's addressing that particular thing. I could be twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Going on twenty nine in two weeks. I know that's right. Um, I could be twenty eight when it comes to addressing everything else, but when it comes to this particular thing, then it's, it's like my out. mindset, uh-huh. yeah, just relates back to what age I was, and that is the way I respond to it. As I never saw it at. I never looked at it like that until. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will say the same. And when talking to Samia, like literally, I've been talking to Samia every fucking day. I'm like, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. There was one point where I realized, like, oh, I'm really like having a whole moment but, yeah. because, like, what I was really upset about was like it Something triggered way a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what like it was. the feeling of her like posting, "I'm single in time for Pride." come fuck with me and feeling disregarded, like, really triggered for me, like, my dad being in my life up until I was, like, in, like, third or fourth grade. We had a yeah. great relationship. And he moved, and I didn't see him again till, or hear from him again until my freshman year of college. So I'm like, I have an issue with, like, when people that can, like, cold disconnect from me. Mm-hmm. And it makes me question, like, did you ever love me? Am I not good was enough? Why did you enough? do that yep. to me? And that is when I realized, like, I, it, it literally, I felt the same way as I did when I was a child, like, waiting for, like, my dad to call. Like, why did he do that? Why, how can you just, like, care about somebody and not care about him anymore? It's That's just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's why I'm an advocate for therapy yeah yeah like it really has changed my life and my mindset because the way that I react to things I'm starting to realize are not me being reactive to something currently it's me like defending something from decades ago that I would my my 10 year old self and so like, I couldn't speak up for myself yeah. then, but motherfucker, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it now. now. I'm gonna stand up for myself and treat me like that. And I yeah. think that's what it comes from because it's kind of like your ten year old self is coming out saying, "Yeah, and you're trying to you're defend in an adult that child. Yeah. yeah, you ain't finna play me, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it then, but I'm gonna say it yeah, the fuck now. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm always an advocate, and I don't. I know this isn't. I don't know what everyone's financial situation is or health insurance, but I am sure that there are ways for you to connect with someone to like really deal with some of like the ugly parts of yourself that need to be handled and with care with someone who's responsible before stepping into a relationship. Cause I think a lot of people get into these relationships without healing, like the very dark parts of themselves. And then their partner doesn't understand why they are the way they are, but it's because there's things that they have not even dealt with and they're expecting their partner to like, step up and be Mm -hmm. that person and fill in those voids. But there has never been like clear, I guess, expectations. Like for me, like I think moving on in my next relationship, whenever that comes, I think there are things that I need to express when the time is right of things that trigger me. Right. Like and expressing those things so that, you know, that these are things that I'm not willing to accept. They're red flags, yeah. they're triggers. And if you do these things, if you think I'm overreacting, this is why. Because this is something that it, it feels directly targeted to me versus it like just rolling over. Maybe your ex didn't care. But for me, it's a big thing because it was a major part of my life at some point. Well, that sounds like yeah. your single survival tip. Oh, that's your transition? Um, I had a different one, but that's cool, too. Okay. Uh, Whitney or Kendall, single survival tip? They don't. Okay, do you want me to go first? It's just like a a word to leave the people with. Okay. Like a tip, whether it's like relationships or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just like a little food for thought. I would, you know, I'm going to say mental health. I'm going to say, you know, counseling or finding yourself. Don't lose yourself with your partner, per se. I don't know if mm. I really said that yeah. right, but don't no. lose, yourself. lose yourself in your partner. Yeah, yeah, don't lose yourself in your partner. If it's worth it, you know, check it out. But make sure that you are healthy, a healthy being before you kind of like tap into Come on now a with serious the relationship. Okay. That's just what I'm going to say. I did have a real sing- single survival tip. Girl, go ahead. Go ahead. Damn. No, Damn. boo. No, if you're going to talk to me, I'm going to win. Go ahead, no, go. I thought you had me with her. Like, God, you assign my single survival tip. It's Monday, bitch. Okay, Kendall, go ahead. No, go ahead. You done made the point to say it. Just say it now. So I was listening to this podcast. Oh my God. And it's a long-winded one. No, it's not long-winded. I was listening to this podcast and these people who spoke very highly of me and I appreciate, it really touched me. Okay. Also said in this same podcast that women over 30 that don't have kids have trashed pussy. Okay. (laughs) That's bad disrespectful. (laughs) Okay. Or I just have such quality pussy that I choose not to waste it on yeah, a nigga. Yeah, so let him trash nigga impregnate me. Okay. Yes. Ooh, wow. Chill. Okay, so Ooh. and maybe they shouldn't have been fucking me to begin with, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is like, um, respectfully, like I really appreciate the shout out. Thank you very much. But 
Um, there are different women that experience different things with infertility and, you know, different issues. Or maybe with, why does a woman have to want to have kids? Want to have kids. Like, I How want she to don't travel. Want your little big head, cone head ass babies. Yeah, I, clear, I literally do not see myself having children for at least five more years. Yes. And will I be an older mother? Yes. But the plan that I have for my life involves me getting settled and experiencing different parts of my life without yeah. that, those responsibilities. So, um, shout out to, to the hard way podcast. Yay. Um, yeah. Chris and Wadi, they just started yes. their podcast and they shouted me out and it really touched me because okay, I was not enough. expecting that's it enough. at all. That's enough. That's enough. But, you have to stop expecting women to think that. <laughs> okay. We need the worship music. <laughs> okay, long story short, don't think that just we, because we got a single long woman. Story. Fine. Oh my God. I'm not saying anything else. Follow me as Tamia Minutes Photography, and my personal Instagram is. Glow so separately. I'm done for this evening. Thank you. <laughs> Kendall. Um, <laughs> oh, Chad. I don't know if I can piggyback off that one. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, one little saying or quote has been sitting with me straight uh, stay true to yourself so you can stay true to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, Keep your heart, three sets. So I've spent a lot of time, especially when I've gone into relationships where I didn't know who I was. I was still trying to find myself. That was a lot of my bad habit and destruction in my relationship. Mm. So please know who you are before you get into someone else. Please mm. date. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Date somebody. Get to know somebody. And then y'all can go and do the sexual escapades and everything else. Uh-huh. But, you mm. know, get time to know who you are so then that way you can get to know somebody else. So. Yeah. And how can they keep up with you on social? Oh, so you can follow me at I underscore underscore U804. I underscore underscore U at H. I U804. I underscore. Yeah, but what does that mean? I U. Oh, so that I U is my, I guess you could say stage name. Okay, cool. I sing a little bit, you know. Cool. Whitney? You can find me at Lola on the beat. L O L A zero and three E A T. It's a little complicated, Black but yeah, we'll say you know. Damn, Kendall, my brother you Kendall negress. gave me. You know, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Blame Kendall. That's all him. You niggers. What's your single tip? She gave it. Mental I don't really. Yeah, you know. I Mental guess. Health. I mean, you can, it could be a couple. Okay, it could be whatever. You know, couples tip. Um. My single survival tip is going to be, um, whoo, I'm surviving. <laughs> I'm screaming. How survive? Hey, hey. My single survival tip is, like, not to doubt yourself and that gut instinct of, like, whether you, whether it's for the betterment of yourself or the betterment of the person that you're with. If there's, like, something that you feel, go ahead and move on it. And if it's meant to fall back into place, it will. If not, it won't. But not to dwell on, did I do the right thing? Because, like, the discomforts of what comes with making those hard decisions. And so, like, a lot of times we want to make the hard decisions, but we don't want the discomfort 
that comes with it afterwards and really mm. settling in the discomfort Come and realizing on, Ayanla. right now I'm in the process of settling in my discomfort like Mm -hmm. really getting comfortable in it and like realizing what it is and how to work through it so um just stay true to like who you are and like keep your heart three stacks keep your motherfucking heart three stacks stacks. you can keep up with a real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga uh, at starring underscore Chelsea on IG. Um, I'm single just in time for the summer. Yes. Fuck with me. I'm playing. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. And on that note, let's just end the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> ah, I can't. That was good. Yay. The heavy episode. That's what we'll call this. I hope it wasn't, heavy. you know, t- I was like,